رحم الله من قرأ سورة المباركة الفاتحة مسبوقة بالصلاة على محمد وآل محمد أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من اللعين الشيطان الغوي الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين والحمد لله رب العالمين والآقبة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين المعصومين الميامين المذلومين المهديين ولعنة الله أدائم على عدائهم أجمعين أما بعد فقال الله تعالى في كتابه المجيد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل قل إن كنتم تحبون الله فتبعوني يحببكم الله ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم I want to begin by extending my congratulations to all of you on the beautiful occasion of Mab'ath. I can't but help remember last year on this day in Rajab, I was in Iraq for ziyarah. And I miss it so much, the maqsus ziyarah on the day of Mab'ath in Najf al-Ashraf. This topic that I chose for tonight is that about love? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Imran in Ayah 31, He tells the Messenger of Allah to tell the people that if you love Allah, if you love Allah, then if you love Allah, then follow me. And then once you follow me, the Messenger of Allah is saying, once you follow me, then two things happen. Two things happen. First, Allah shall love you. And through this love, Allah shall forgive you of your sins. That this is a basic point for all Muslims to understand. That they cannot love Allah without love of Sayyidul Muhibbin. The chief of all the lovers, which is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there can be no love of Allah without the love of Rasulullah. That this circle of existence cannot be completed without first submitting to the guide that has been sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we live in a world today, my dear brothers and sisters, where everyone is looking for love. <laughs> they either want to be loved, or they love others and they want to be loved. This word love floats in the air, right? People go to counseling to find love, they go here to find love, so on and so forth. Love, 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 love. 
They want to love themselves and all the all kinds of courses you can take for these things, right? YouTube videos and whatnot. Follow certain programs and all those things. But none of this matters or makes sense or is complete without mutaba'at al-rasul. The act of following the messenger of Allah. Because the love of Allah is a very great, profound thing which requires some, you know, ihtiraq al-qulub, really. Like, the, you know, the, the hearts have to be enveloped in a state of fire for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are deep things. But none of this can happen that the, that, the, that the very will of Allah, as he says, as Allah says in the Quran, قُلْ أَتِيعُ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولُ فَإِن تَوَلَّوْا فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُحِبُّ الْكَافِرِينَ That say, O Messenger, so again Allah tells the Messenger to tell the people, say to them, obey Allah and obey His Messenger. And if they turn away, if they choose a different path, Allah does not love those that once they know the truth and they reject it. The door of the love of Allah, the door of the love of God, the love of the Creator, that door can never be opened or unlocked that the key for that door is not the love of the Messenger of Allah. That, of course, is there. But that love is seen, is manifested through the act of obedience to the Messenger of Allah. And when this happens, something occurs at the level of the soul, of the heart. This is what we call ihtiraq al-qulub, you know, in, in the words of spirituality, the hearts are on fire. Ihtiraq al-qulub, right? The hearts catch fire. They're, they're, they're in a state of, right? That's just like we read that if we, you know, in every heart of every moment there's harara, right? And the harara, which is a love for Ahlul Bayt, right? Will never be extinguished for Imam al-Hussein alayhi salam and musibatul Imam al-Hussein alayhi salam. Wada, fine. But before all of this, there has to be a life of surrender and peace and serenity in the footsteps and the khutawat of Rasul Khuda. Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. You know, the other day I was on the phone with a friend of mine. We were talking about raising children. I myself have a child, hence Abu Sumaya. He's my kunya. Um, and I've worked with children for many years at Asadik. I was there for almost a decade, 10 years at Asadik school, run, you know, involved there and now in other positions. And we kept coming back somehow to the Messenger of Allah. The conversation somehow just kept coming back. 
And I somehow found myself, Qala Rasulullah, Qala Rasulullah, Qala Rasulullah, Qala Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the person was listening saying, like, isn't there some kind of like parenting handbook? I said, my handbook is that of the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. Because when we love the Messenger of Allah, he just comes from our mouth all the time. We just think of him and, and, and we have tears in our eyes when we hear his name. This is the love of the mum. These are the souls, inshallah, all of us together, kafatan, together, that our, our hearts have this fire for the Messenger of Allah, this heat of love for the Messenger of Allah, such that when we think of anything in our life, we say, what would have the Messenger have done? What would have the Messenger of Allah done? How did he teach his children to eat, for example? Right, we read in the seerah that Anas ibn Malik was with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam. He was with the Messenger of Allah. Anas says two things about the Messenger of Allah. I'm just giving an example of the souls that when they fall in love with the Messenger of Allah, every image they see is the Messenger of Allah. Every act of guidance they think of the Messenger of Allah. So we were talking about raising kids. And I mentioned two things to this individual. Number one, Anas entered the life of the, of, of the Messenger of Allah when he was a very small child. So basically, Rasulullah became the father of Anas, essentially. Like a father figure to him. He says, I never heard the Messenger of Allah once tell me, or once raise his voice, nor once tell me, why did you not do this? That he guided me in such a way that he never had to scold me in this way. Number two, he says, once I was with the messenger of Allah, he was very small at this age, maybe four or five years old, something like this, maybe older. Allah alam. Allah wa rasuluhu alam. And Anas was playing with his food in the plate. Anas ibn Malik. And the Messenger of Allah was sitting next to Anas. He turned to him, Ya Anas, قُلْ بِسْمَ wa وَخُذْ بِيَمِينَكَ Khalas! He said, Anas, say Bismillah and take with your right hand. Two lessons from this very simple story, but they have profound philosophical implications for our life. For those who love Allah and want to follow the Messenger of Allah and then be loved by Allah and have their sins to be forgiven. Lesson number one. There is no such thing as a small sunnah. Everything we do is for the obedience and the ta'a of Allah and His Messenger. And the love of Allah and the love of His Messenger. Everything we teach our children, every day we put our right hand on our food, we remember the Messenger of Allah. Because this is the practice and the amal and the fi'l and the sunnah and the, and the tradition of the Messenger of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. No Muslim and no mu'min takes such a simple act in a light manner. It is not a habit, it's a sunnah. And we say, Bismillah, 
before we take that food? Because we are walking in the footsteps of the messenger of Allah. And thus in everything we do, in an act as simple as eating our food, our hearts are furnished with the obedience and the love of the Messenger of Allah. And through that, we learn to love Allah Azza wa Jal. Sallu ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad. And this is something I describe as the power of conviction. Belief. The power of conviction. And when you have the power of conviction, you develop something known as resilience or istiqama, steadfastness. There's a deep resilience that comes from the wellspring of conviction and love and, and amazement with the life of the Messenger of Allah. And then when we read verses like this from Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 65, then when we read the ayah from Surah An-Nisa, we understand that we cannot be believers as Allah says, no, by your Lord. Allah, this is like a wawal qasab. By your Lord, warabbik. La yu'minun, they will not believe until the messenger of Allah becomes their judge. And then when he passes a judgment, And they don't have any difficulty in their hearts in accepting the judgment of the messenger of Allah. That the messenger of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, becomes the judge of their life. And they don't find any difficulty in their hearts, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. There's no haraj in their hearts. Because they are in a state of yusallimu taslima, they're in a state of submission. And that submission is a submission of love. Because they understand that we cannot worship God. We cannot understand the creator of this universe without understanding and loving and following his messenger. One is necessarily connected to the other. And therefore, we can never put ourselves right until we submit to the Messenger of Allah. Yusallimu tasliman. This is submission to whom? To Allah or to the Messenger here? 
to, to the Messenger of Allah. Because a submission to the Messenger is a submission to Allah. So then what's the next step now? So now we've fallen in love with the Messenger of Allah, with his akhlaq, with his compassion, with the beauty of his character. Just from a simple story with this boy. Like you think about these things. How he paid attention to the smallest detail. The smallest detail. And then the heart builds, and the love builds, and the ma'rif of the Messenger of Allah builds, and it grows, and it grows, and it grows. Until the point we read Surah Ahzab, Ayah 22, where Allah Azza wa Jalla says, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, al-Ahzaba. And when the believers saw the Ahzab, right, this is at Khandak, the day at Yom al-Khandak. Qalu hadha ma wa'adana Allah wa rasula. This is what Allah and His Messenger had promised us. Meaning Allah and His Messenger had promised the mu'mineen, had promised the believers that a day would come when they will be faced with incredible odds and incredible difficulty and incredible challenges shall come in front of them and before them. Because this is what Allah has promised to all of the anbiya. To all of the mu'minun. This is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the nature of life. This is how Allah has created life. That life has difficulties. Life has tragedy. Life has tests and trials and loss and profit and so on and so forth. Hadi hayatul dunya. This is the life of this world. There's no going around this. Hadha ma. So there's two things here. One, the promise of Allah and His Messenger is true. That we cannot submit to Islam and accept this, the message of Rasulullah without realizing that a day will come when the mu'minun will be faced against the ahzab, which are the forces that gathered together with, against them in a greater number. It, was, it could have been a day of great fear for the Muslims, great loss possibly for the Muslims. Great tragedy for the Muslims, possibly. But of course they were victorious. Wa But Allah and His Messenger are truthful. So there's two things. They promise and Allah and His Messenger are truthful. So you have two things here. Allah's promise and Rasul's promise. The truth of Allah and the truth of Rasulullah. Look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this iqtiran here, right? In Arabic we say there's a pairing going on between two things, God and his messenger. God and his messenger. The promise of Allah, the promise of his messenger. The truth of Allah, the truth of his messenger. And then in this moment of great trial, and tribulation, and the fear of death, the fear of loss, the fear of deprivation, of suffering, their iman only increased and their submission increased. Ma zadahum illa imanan wa taslima. 
because these hearts were already furnished with the love of the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sallu ala Muhammadin wa ali Muhammad. So now we've gone from different stages, from one stage to the next. We start with the stage of, the stage of recognition. We first recognize that it is necessary to believe and follow the messenger of God. We recognize that love is tied forever to the obedience and the submission to the messenger of Allah. And we gave one simple example, which is just this little anecdote of how to raise a child, how to teach children akhlaq, what is tarbiyah? What does it mean to nurture and to raise a child? That there is nothing small in any of the sunnah and the traditions of the Prophet that you will teach your children or that you will practice. It's not small. No. Every sunnah that we practice furnishes our hearts with the love and the obedience of the Messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that in itself takes us to the love of Allah. Everything, of course, is لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ It's for the, the, uh, the Lord of the worlds. And you do this over and over, you submit over and over, you, when you have to choose between yourself and the Messenger of Allah, you choose the Messenger of Allah. And then, when tragedy comes, when bala comes, when imtihan comes, a test comes, Loss comes, loss of wealth, loss of life, on and on and on. This is the nature of dunya. It's not easy. But then at that moment, only their iman increases. Imagine, why? Because they know that Allah has already told the, the mu'minun, and the messenger has already told the mu'minun, the believers, that hard times lie ahead. Subhanallah. Instead of complaining, they say, Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban. Welcome to hard times. Look at the state of mind, resilience, strength, determination, azima, quwa, qudra, all of these things of the followers of Rasulullah, the true followers of Rasulullah. Untajibin, the chosen ones, of course. This is the day of Mab'ath, day where we're remembering the mission, the beginning of the mission and the revelation to Rasulullah. I'll end with one riwayah narrated in Al-Kafi. Either from Imam Bakr or Imam Sadiq in which it is stated that when we die and we are lowered into our grave, what happens? We know we're asked questions, right? That's why we recite the talqeen. The talqeen is for a reason. <laughs> we're told, Ma taqulu fi hadha rajul. So the two angels are brought, you're now asked, and you're in front of them. 
ما تقول في هذا الرجل الذي خرج من بين ذحرانيكم what do you have to say about this man who has come before you at this point the road towards heaven and the road towards something not so good opens up in the grave of the believer fi qabl al-mu'min or qabl al-kafir either they say adri wa huwa rasulillah i acknowledge this is the messenger of allah or the person will say la adri don't recognize i don't know who this person is that their hearts have ar- have either been furnished with the beautiful teachings of akhlaq and love of the messenger of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or they haven't let me give you one more short story just so you can take something home something about the humanity of the messenger of allah his compassion his love I don't remember which companion this was. He was visiting a home of one of the companions. And there was a little boy sitting in the room. And the little boy was sad. Messenger of Allah looked at him. Look at how his emotional intelligence of the Messenger of Allah. He noticed He's here for something very important. Notice this little boy is looking sad. Goes to the little boy. He says, "What's the matter? What's what's wrong?" He says, "My little parrot died." And he asks him, "What was his name?" And he starts sitting with this little kid, little boy. Curious about his baby, his little pet animal. engaging with that little child making him feel like he's the center of the world this is the humanity of rasulullah the love of rasulullah the akhlaq of rasulullah these are small things but they they're not really small we think they're small but they're not because he teaches us how to be an empathetic loving functional productive human being in this world what it means to be a muslim in our character to show empathy and love for all levels of the society from the smallest child to the oldest of our community each and every person deserves love and affection and respect You know in another example the messenger of Allah was in a gathering with the sahaba with his companions and normally the messenger of Allah would always drink for and and then they would pass around the water they would drink from one cup it's not like everyone gets cups huh <laughs> you know have things like that in those days it's drink and eat from the same thing so if we were all together literally like we would just all be basically eating from one or two maybe a few plates that's how the, it's sunnah anyways but let's leave that aside i'm not saying we should do that here but anyways so messenger of allah is, is and he turns to if i remember ibn abbas is narrating this i don't remember which one it was a very one of the very young companions if i if, 
if I remember Ibn Abbas at this age. And he asked this little kid, a kid, who is the messenger of Allah and who's his kid? And he, took, he asked him for permission that can I give it to the elder person first, the water? Because you pass to the right. So he's going to be skipping the boy. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. This is the khuluqu azim, right? His, his, his character was so great. Like it was, it's no, no wonder it's makarim al-khalaq. Subhanallah. And the boy said, no, I want to drink first. No problem, you drink and go. And he wasn't upset. It wasn't an amr, he wasn't ordering. He was just a little child. Do we behave like this? This is, this is the akhlaq of Rasulullah. So my point is, when we are lured into our grave, we will be asked, who is this person that has come? So have we adopted some of these characteristics, these sifat, these attributes, beneficial attributes for humanity, for all of being a good, good pure human being in this world? Inshallah, we have. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq to raise our children to be among the salihin, to be among those that follow Allah and His Messenger and the Ahlul Bayt, salamullahi alayhim ajma'een. Rabbana, ikhfir lana dhunubana wa sayyatana bihaqi Muhammadin wa alihi atayibin atahirin. Sallu ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad.